What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. So today we did something a little bit different. I brought on, uh, due to a recommendation, uh, Chaz Scott, which is now uh, a friend after this podcast. He is awesome. Uh, this conversation has a lot to do with mindset, and uh, it would be silly for us to have a podcast about growing a profitable, successful, self-sustaining business if we didn't talk about mindset. Uh, I'm sorry it took me this long to bring in somebody to talk about mindset. Better late than never. Now definitely going to be a recurring uh, a recurring event here on the podcast, Contractor Seekers Podcast. This conversation uh, will blow your mind because uh, it'll give you some actionable steps uh, through just this conversation that you can implement to really uh, hyper grow your 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 company with minute changes in the way that you think and the way that you act. Ah, oh, man, what an awesome conversation. So without further ado, uh, this conversation and podcast episode starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Okay, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Contractor Secrets podcast. I'm here with a special guest. We got Chaz Scott. Um, from Positively Caviar Incorporated, and we just met. We just had a brief conversation about what he does, um, and and it really revolves around mindset. Um, and uh, you know, I thought it'd be a good idea to bring someone on here uh, to talk a little bit about mindset because mindset is really important to me. I'm like, you know, you don't know this much about me, and maybe we'll dive into this. But when it comes to mindset, um, I talk a lot about sales here. I talk a lot about marketing, production. I bring in people. I help them coach, and sometimes you know, if you really just dive in, we're just talking about mindset, but we're kind of covering it with business principles, you know? Um, so when it comes to a contractor, um, you know, obviously I'd like to tailor some of that to that, but you work with all business owners. You said that. So let's kick it off, man. You know, you had mentioned to me a little bit earlier about, um, you know, positive thinking. So why don't you just dive in a little bit about, um, how, how somebody who isn't used to thinking about positive thinking, let's assume that can just start utilizing that, that I call strategy. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, well, Tanner, thanks for having me on the podcast. But um, one of the things that I've seen in my life as far as coaching entrepreneurs, as well as working with youth, is many people don't even have the conscious awareness of what they're thinking. Their thinking influences their lives. So when you think about the progression in life, thoughts, actions, habits, character, and your destiny, and what it is that you're trying Slow to- Slow down. Hold on. Pause. Pause. I, we got You got to slow down on that. One. I want to. I want to go go through that one more time. Roger that. That was, that was gold, uh, man. God, bring it. Um, when you think about your life and what it is that you're trying to do in your life, there's a progression on what that looks like. So that progression is your thoughts influence your actions. Your okay. actions has an influence on your habits. Habits. Your yeah. habits have an influence on your character. And then your character ultimately, ultimately influences your destiny. Now, the real particular part to this, which is really important, is gaining awareness to your thoughts. That's the first step. 
most people are running around with a script in their mind, but they're not aware of the self-talk, that voice in the little in their in their head that's constantly worrying about the past, constantly thinking about the future. But if you have awareness of those thoughts, you can begin to guide them towards your destiny, right? Many people try to temporarily manipulate things and try to do things without first coming back to the first start of your progression on how life actually presents to yourself. Um, and part of what I do in terms of helping entrepreneurs and youth is to gain awareness of clarity of those thoughts so they can begin to position that pattern of thinking towards their desired goals or outcome, um, which is really important. And I mentioned to you earlier, Tanner, which is extremely important in terms of mindset, 80% of your success is the psychology of your mind, your mindset. That means no matter how much um, information that you receive in terms of business models, marketing principles, um, mentors, the end goal is changing your mindset, your pattern of thinking and the psychology of your mind. And if you can't do that, then um, you have a very difficult time on, on using knowledge to change. Well, then the destination That's becomes it. random and variable. Yeah. Wouldn't that make sense? If my thoughts aren't deliberate, then my destination isn't deliberate. Is that kind of, can we shortcut that to kind of just bridge that gap? Would you feel that to be true? Absolutely. And that's, that's where goals come into play. Goals are nothing more than realigning your thoughts to what you want in your life. There's, we have studies have shown it used to be 60,000. Now hey, we're down to back up, man. Dropping bombs okay. here. Sorry, but sorry. Bombs, Keep man. going. When we hear that we're supposed to write down our goals. We don't write them down. Or, you know, unless you know why you're writing, you're like, okay, well, I want to make $100,000 this year. You know, it's dangerous, in my opinion, to, to create unrealistic goals because that creates, in, like, it kind of inhibits you because confidence drops. And confidence, would you agree, is a huge proponent to taking massive action, right? If you think, if I tell you, hey, I'm going to sell $5 million in, in paint jobs this year, when the last five years, I've really only hit a little over a million each year. How am I going to get there? That's not, I don't think that's smart. So let's first dive into what you said that goals are simply put a way to align your thoughts, which we've identified early on in this conversation that thoughts are the foundation of where our destination is going to be. So the goals just help us give us like, I would say some bumpers. Right. And then from there, do you feel it's healthy to create unrealistic goals? Cause like I think it can be dangerous. I'd like to hear what you think. No, I agree with you, Tanner. I think there's a balance. Um, what they always talk about is smart goals. Smart goals are something that are measurable, something that um, are realistic, something that you believe that you can achieve. So there's definitely a balance. Um, a lot of the self-help coaches and speakers out there will tell you to set really, really big goals. For myself, I do set big goals, but I also set moderate goals and small goals that lead up to the, maybe the big goal that you want. Um, the reason why that's important is because you mentioned self-confidence, self-esteem, um, building up the confidence that you know that you can achieve that big goal. You've got to break it down. And when you break down that big goal into much smaller goals, a systematic approach um, that tends to build your momentum and your confidence, which is really, really important. Um, but Tanner, I love the fact that you bring up, hey, you know, thoughts. I mean, when, you come, when it comes to goals, when you have a goal, 
all it is is just aligning yourself back to your intent. And one of the things I was trying to mention was we have 6,000 thoughts running through our head each and every day. Scientists have proven this. How do you manage all those thoughts? Wow. Most of those thoughts, what they say is are 86% negative. So wow. the, point, the point is we have to use goals to align your thoughts Dude, towards what you that? want. That's so weird, man, that 86% of thoughts are negative, man. And to somebody who doesn't know, I think it could be more. You're absolutely right, Tanner. And I and it really stems from, and we know this, the fight or flight, constantly worrying about the past, constantly worrying about the future. When it when you look at the human brain as it's progressed over thousands of years, um, that part of the brain, which we call the amygdala, your fight or flight senses, is be, is being used to protect yourself. You're constantly worrying about the threat that's going to attack you, which means you want to run, right? In modern day society, that actually inhibits our performance and our productivity and who we want to become in our keeps future. Keeps you still, man. Keeps you stuck, right? It keeps you stuck. Wow. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Something that's designed to, to move you because there's no physical threat. The threat's now created mentally, right? And now, guess what? You're something that was designed to move your butt. Now keep your butt still. That's crazy. That is spot on, Tanner. They, studies have shown there is no difference between a physical threat and the threat that you create in your mind. Oh, when you, have a, folks. when you have a thought, your thought is literally a neurotransmitter that gets sent down and created. Same neurotransmitter if a lion's coming at me. Exactly. And it gets wow. So on the flip side, though, let's get to the meat. On the flip side, though, we could think positively because we're going to channel that same feeling of feeling success. For example, mindset and sales, dude, you got to have it. Like, for example, if I give someone a demo of like the software that I sell drip jobs, uh, or if I go do a painting estimate in my mind, I'm thinking positively that they're going to want to my service hundred percent that changes my chemistry, my tonality, my body language, as opposed to, I don't really know if they're going to want this. Oh man. I don't feel like dealing right. with rejection. That's going to suck. What am I going to do if they don't like, it? like, those are some thoughts that like, I think naturally I have, but I'm smart enough to know the outcome of those thoughts. Yeah. Awareness. That, that's critical. Awareness. Exactly. See, I'm not saying oh, I'm smart. Way. Like I'm just saying like not smart enough. I'm aware enough to know like, dude, don't, don't think those don't even think those. Cause they're not true. They're not true. Press them down come up with more empowering thoughts, you're going to create a better outcome, right? Exactly, exactly. And Tanner, I, I love the fact that you brought in your own experience because if you think about successful people in the world, they don't just become successful because they're smarter than everybody else. They know how to manage oh, their thoughts. I learned as that. They can, so true. As they continue to grow, the fear is still there, but they know how to manage it better. Manage it. And, and wow. that is that is really the key to anybody's success in your relationships and your business and life, managing those thoughts so that you can, you can progress towards where you want to go. Wow. And like, honestly, I feel like, dude, it's kind of like, like, like you got to have a distribution center in your mind, you know, like you're going to get a bombardment of thoughts, right? As we do every, I mean, I have probably 200 thoughts that you don't even know about from the time we started this conversation to now. 
And honestly, I have to keep realigning my focus and I'm just being transparent with you. That's, that's, and so dude, I have, I have things happening. I know that I have jobs doing like, Oh, I got to send this invoice later today. You're like, dude, shut up. You know? So it's like this distribution center that needs to be created, um, in your mind can be good for all those variables, but li literally it could be very simple, positive and negative. Do we allow negative thoughts to surpass this barrier to the action center that's going to make us act? Or do we take the positive thoughts and allow them to pass through the action center and act on those guys? Um, would you agree with, with that mindset? No, absolutely. That, that is awareness at its standpoint. Yeah. One of the principles that I give to entrepreneurs is guarding your mind. Yeah. Now, a lot of people take in content from the news, from negative people, from uh, social media yeah. that does not support who they want to become. Uh, they just yeah. consume it. Now, studies have shown that the subconscious mind, which is full of information that we're not even consciously aware of, sucks up 11 million bits of information per second. Jeez. That's a lot of information. That's more than that was that was more than 50 years ago. <laughs> That's a lot of information. Um, now, we're only consciously aware of 50 bits of information per second. Wait, so you said 11 million come in? 11 million come in, but we're only consciously aware of 50. Whew. Right. So the reason, why I say, the reason why I say guarding your mind is extremely important is you're taking in information that influences your next action. You're taking information that influences your self-limiting beliefs, um, how you feel as a person, and your self-image, which has an effect on your actions and who you want to become. So the two questions that I always give to entrepreneurs are, when they're approached with new information, does this information gonna, is this information going to support where I want to go in the future? If the answer is no, you throw it away. That's awareness. If the answer is yes, you accept it and you use it to influence your goals, your relationships, and what have you, right? Another question is, do I want to become emotionally involved in this information right now? Me scrolling on social media, all this negative stuff that may not be feeding my life or where I'm headed in my business, do I want to become emotionally involved in that today so it doesn't spin down you know, who I am and where I'm going in my day? If the answer to that question again is, I don't want to get emotionally involved, throw it away. That's awareness. If the answer is yes, use it. But a lot of people don't have the awareness of what's coming in. And guarding your mind is just simply gaining awareness so mm. you can use information to guide you towards to where you want to go, mm. which is super critical. So when I do workshops, I give examples and people ask a ton of questions about how to actually use that principle. New business owners, man. I got a bunch that are listening. Some haven't taken the leap. A lot of fear when starting a business. Okay. And I'm sure with you working with business owners, maybe you're working with future business owners that are trying to take that leap. Let me tell you, man, that was one of the scariest things I've done because I'm giving up security. But really, when I think about it, I was giving up the fear or I was, I was the biggest fear was failure. And then failure would turn into inadequacy, which could turn into poverty. You know, um, if I had allowed those fears just being honest, just being straightforward. If I, if I had allowed those fears to, to, I guess, let me put it this way, to speak louder than the ones that said, hey, Tanner, you can do this, number one. You'll figure it out. I, I believe in you. You won't be in poverty. This outcome will turn out better than the outcome of 
not knowing if you can do it. Okay. Cause that was good. You got, I like to create hedges, you know, that allow me to, you know, hedge my wage, you know, hedge my bet. Like, listen, you know, think about what it would be if you didn't do it. Okay. Which to me, the idea of always wondering what if it was scary sitting at my desk in my bank job every day, routine, you know, boring, just scared to give up health insurance and health and, 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 and benefits, you know, I could allow the good thoughts to outweigh those. Had I not done that, um, this would be, we wouldn't be be even talking, but I think I was, I was aware enough then to say, Hey, even though this is scary, even though it's against everyone else who is here and they're giving me weird looks because they know that uh, I'm thinking about it and my, my environment's telling me, don't do it. it you know, you're not going to be successful or you're starting a painting business. Who does that? Having the awareness allowed me to separate those two things and make a, make a strategic decision. And what I've done, and I'm going to finish up my thought here, what I've done is that I've been able to build that muscle up. So the next time something like that happened, I have a reference point. And I think there's a lot of people that are missing the reference point um, because it, maybe it's their first time making a, a, a decision that's against the grain. Um, advice to those people. You're smiling. So I know you caught that one. <laughs> I, I feel that so much, man. And, and if we look to the science about, about what you just did, when you think about the brain, a lot of people don't realize it is a muscle um, to a certain extent, and you can build it. So when you're talking about taking chances on your career, taking chances on your business, taking chances on yourself, when you take that chance or you take that first step, you're actually building up your muscle. Now, there's a process called neuroplasticity, which basically means that your brain is extremely malleable and it can change over time due to your thought patterns. And the more that you begin to change it or use it in the fashion that supports you, the stronger it becomes to gain more strength on where you want to go. So you can think of it like this, riding a bike, learning how to drive manually or starting a business. That first step may be hard, but once, one of the things you start to realize as you begin to build a habit, it gets easier over time. That's the same thing when you start to take risks and you start to feel that fear, but you keep going. Your brain gets stronger and more resilient because it's been in those environments before and you've crossed the threshold and your brain gets stronger, neuroplasticity. So your brain gets stronger over time to your thought patterns. So you've done that and people have the ability to do this throughout their entire lives, gaining awareness to that. It scares me though. What scares me though, is some people will listen to what I have to say as coaching people and, and, and all this stuff. And they'll start to, oh, I could do it. I can do it. I could do it. And then, and then they don't take the action, man. And, and the thing is, is because what's on the other side fear, but if they just heard what you just said, by taking the action, action, you're guaranteed to build the muscle guaranteed whether you fail or succeed. It's not about failure or success. It's about building the action-taking muscle. That is the secret because the more action you take, you know, you're, you're going to hit success. You, you could fail so many times, but it's like you have a better reference point. So you're incrementally going to make better decisions. You know, if, you, if, I, if I quit my job 10 times and started 10 painting businesses, unless, I'm, unless I have short-term memory loss or memory loss in general, I'm probably going to do it differently each time, which increases my chances of hitting gold. 
you know? Um, so I want to really just hit on, you know, and, and being respectful of time here, I just really want to hit on those individuals. Um, and this, uh, this isn't just people that are trying to start their business. Cause I'm talking to a lot of people that are in business right now. A lot of them are afraid to get out of their comfort zone. And I want to tell you why. Okay. And this is in direct, this is directly to my audience here. Some of these people were forced into their business. Okay. Whether they lost their job and they had to start their business or whether they were working for somebody they didn't like, many of them didn't voluntarily go into business. They did it out of survival and they fell into it. They didn't build the muscle of decision-making and, and sticking to that decision when everywhere around you looks like, dude, this decision ain't going to work. Right. So, so I think that's harder because they're comfortable and they don't know what got them there. So it's kind of like someone hitting the lottery and not knowing how to manage the money because it got given to them. And I'm not saying to anyone, Hey, you have a business that was given to you. Not saying you didn't earn what you have right now. I'm saying that in order to grow, there's another level here. Some people are one man operations and to have them learn how to hire people and put themselves out there, put ads out there to get people in their business. You know, that's scary to some people. And then there's some people that are at that stage, but to actually leave that stage to hire a project manager so they can sell all day. That's scary. Okay. Same thing with those people who have a salesperson that now need to elevate up to a CEO and hire more teams and manage. This is scary stuff. So what do you say to those people, man, that you think, uh, you know, may have, may have had to start their business by default, don't have that hardcore reference point of, I burned the bridge. The bridge was, you know, burnt and, and that's where they landed. What do you say to those people to create that reference point, even after the biggest reference point of actually taking the leap voluntarily um, has not been, has not been created. Do you follow me on that? Does that make sense? I, I think so, Tanner. Um, it, one of the things that is so critical and I'm going back to the brain because it is you and how you operate is important is just to get clarity on what it is that you would like to do in your business. Um, especially for those that have kind of fallen, in, fallen into it or um, didn't realize that they were going to start it in the first place. What just sits right behind your forehead is your prefrontal cortex. It's looking for clarity on your purpose, on why you started your business, what your goals are, what the next moves that you can make. And a lot of times it's just kind of resetting and figuring out what it is that you want out of your business and what your goals and your intent are. Um, it's really, really important. So if I think about it like this, as an analogy that I always use in terms of clarity and goal setting, is if I wanted to drive my car from Washington, D.C. to Los Angeles, I didn't have a GPS, I didn't have a map, and I just started driving, right? As I continue to drive, I have no idea where I'm going, and there are no directions, and there's no clarity on where I'm going, right? The problem is, as you continue to drive, you will not end up in Los Angeles. I guarantee you, you will end up somewhere else. 100%. 100%. So what's really, really important about the brain is the brain is looking for clarity to help guide you towards where you want to go. And that solidifies your confidence. So get clarity on where you want to go because you use your brain to identify information that supports you anyways. I'll give you a quick example. If you're ever interested in buying a new car or thinking about buying a new car and you start seeing that same car everywhere on the, mm -hmm. on the road now. That's happened to me every time I, bought, I was thinking about buying a new car. That's, that's goal setting at its finest. And that's how you set the intent on your life and on your business. And then your brain searches for information 
to help, to help guide you, you to what goal. you what want. What a cool system, dude. So, so if you don't have clarity on what it is that you want in your business or your relationships, whatever the case may be, then your brain is, you know, there's no clarity. And when there's no clarity, there's no confidence. When there's no confidence, there's no self-esteem and you don't have the forward momentum that you need. So get clear on your goals and your intent for your business to set you along where you want to go. Wow. Dude. Amazing. I'm going to cap us here because I want all that to soak in and I'd love to invite you back, man. This was, this was really helpful. How do people find you, man? Where do, uh, where do, where do you live on the internet? Absolutely. So my um, website, you can go to chazscott.com. That's C-H-A-Z-Z-S-C-O-T-T.com. I have webinars. I have um, different free eBooks out there um, as well as some podcasts that I've been on as well. On top of that, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Caviar. I post a lot of videos on there as well as my YouTube page, which you can search with Chaz Scott um, to help you fulfill your potential in your business and your relationships and whatever it is that you might want in your life. Dude, that was phenomenal, man. So awesome to have you here. And I'm sure uh, once this gets released, I'll be uh, asked to have you back, man. Thanks again. Thanks, Tanner. I appreciate it. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time, it's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.